the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite, representing the opposite of everything in the world is Ramon B. How do? Huh? How do? Yeah. Why do would we be a better question. We're just enjoying the sounds of the construction, construction. going. We have construction. Now, we have a guest today. We do. Michael Ussery. There he is Michael, right there. how are you? I'm alive and kicking. Now, he uh, agreed to be a victim, I mean, volunteer to be on the show today. Mm-hmm. He called me at the exact wrong time. This is how you get yourself into this mess. And then I begged him to be on the show, and he actually seemed kind of eager. So. That's when you get catapulted into the big time. <laughs> That's right. Eve. Yes. What's the worst could happen? Well, you get a referral, probably. Right. Yeah. And so, get better. Now, you live in Daytona Beach, Florida. Is that correct? Ish. Now, I watched the show On Patrol Live. Do you watch this show? No. Uh, I feel like I know. Have you heard of it, On Patrol Live? I've I've heard of it, They film it in Daytona Beach. Yep. I feel as if I know every police officer and meth addict in Daytona Beach. Probably. Yeah. Now, uh, we always start with the headlines of the day. You know that. We do. We're here. We were printed on real paper. You know it's real. Did you hear about this deal? A naked man. Uh, Florida. Was arrested oh, in Disneyland. Not Disney World. Okay. In Disneyland. And it was in the ride. Wait for it. Here it comes. It's a small world after all. Oh. It's now... And renaming the ride to it's the tiniest <laughs> world ever after that. Oh, man. Uh, Wait a minute. A how, how? So he must have gotten on the ride. He, I think he got on mushrooms before he got on the ride. But then took off his clothes in, in the, the ride. ride. Yeah, they actually wow. saw, I actually saw it on that cop show that I'm addicted to on the <laughs> It was probably a Florida man that went there. Probably it was a Florida could be, man. Could be. Now, he, he was uh, – the, the little boats, you get on this little boat, right? You go through like China land and all these little lands. And then he's walking. You can see him walking where a – I think they call them cast members. That's correct. At Disneyland. Otherwise known as a minimum wage guy. He's walking next to the little thing. Fully clothed, and then in another uh, a video shot by a boat person, as we call them, <laughs> a ride attendee, and he's going without his shirt. In the next land, he's walking without his shirt or his pants, and he's just wearing his tidy whities And then finally, it's all out. That's a, a world of yeah. wonder 
A world of and fears. And the odd thing is when he was completely naked, it was in the, uh, like, Eskimo land. So it'd be cold, wouldn't it? No. No wonder everything was so tiny. This is where we digress. Now, Michael, you're in real estate, aren't you? I was this morning. I asked you. He may not be after this. <laughs> after this, he may choose not to be anymore. Now, uh, I told you to write down some questions. Did you? I did. All right. Let's have one. All right. Chris, <laughs> I was with you a while back That's and right. wasn't 100% dedicated into it and have since then doing real estate full-time last five years and just kind of enjoying myself. But now it's time to buckle Like down. the guy in the Disneyland, enjoying himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm a single agent, obviously, no assistance. So okay. what should my – what is the best schedule daily and weekly for me? Here to, we go. Here's the – now you're full-time. I am. Uh, and you're fully committed this time. All right. Drinking the Kool-Aid. All right, good. So the uh, it's Folgers, by the way, at Fearless Agent. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Do we have a sound effect for the Folgers? I'm going to enjoy some uh, Folgers right now. <laughs> I feel better already. So these are the key times for uh, anybody tuning in for the first time to the Fearless Agent podcast. If you're a Fearless Agent, these are the times of day that matter. Please write these down, 9 a.m., Noon, 2.30 in the afternoon, 5 p.m., and 7 p.m. This will double your income for the year. So uh, if you can, and Michael will ask you, is it possible for you to pick up the phone and start prospecting every weekday at 8.59 a.m.? Can you do that? It, it sure is, yes. All right. Have you done that in the past ever? I have. All right. And he didn't die. Let's just for the record, he's still alive. That didn't kill him. (laughs) And then if you can just call right until noon, is it possible for you to eat lunch at noon every single day of the week? It is. Okay. I do it. I know it's possible for me. Uh, I do it twice. (laughs) Which which explains a Mm -hmm. couple of things. Yeah. Uh, so eat lunch at noon, and then you would be back on the phone at 1. And then at 2.30 in the afternoon, you could schedule listing appointments, buyer appointments, or investor appointments at 2.30 in the afternoon. And then 5 p.m., could you eat dinner at 5 every weekday? Is that possible for you? I could. Okay. And then that would allow you to have a 7 p.m. listing appointment or investor appointment or buyer appointment to write an offer. So what that does is uh, you have to eat, you have to sleep, and if you eat lunch at noon, then your day kind of wraps around that. And then – and I'll tell you my experience. I, I, my, my partner, Corlene is her name. She taught me this. Uh, I would get on the phone at 9 every day, and then I would uh, – you know, it's like 11 a.m., and and then you book an appointment. And it's like playing the slot machine. You get a little something, and you go, oh, oh wow, this is great. And then, then I'm back on the phone, and then, and then at uh, 
noon or at uh, right a, right before noon, I book another one and I go, oh, I'm on a roll. I'm going to keep going. And then all of a sudden it's one thirty in the afternoon and I haven't eaten yet. So when I became partners with her, she goes, look, we're going to eat at noon every day, lunch like people. I go, oh, that's a new concept. But what it really did is it allowed me if I if I book my all of my listing appointments at two thirty in the afternoon or seven p.m. at night, I can do two in one day and I can also prospect. So the nine a.m. to noon prospecting slot that is sacred religious time. You never ever book an appointment of any kind ever during that time. At two thirty, so let's say here's the other thing. It makes your life comfortable and sensible in real estate because when it's noon and you eat lunch, I don't – it's a good idea not to take your phone in with you. Do, you. do you eat at a restaurant every day for lunch like I do or do you eat at home? Uh, I either eat in the office or at home depending on what I'm working out of. Okay. So uh, you get you get done – and then you know that you either have a 2.30 afternoon appointment or you do not. But it's not going to be at 3. It's not going to be at 4 because if it was at 4, then I would go on that appointment. I would have to eat later. I couldn't do one at 7. I can only do one a day. So that doubles my income for the year. So it's just a little thing that makes your doubles your income for the year. But the other comforting thing is I either have an appointment at 2.30 or I do not. But I do not have one at any other time before dinner. Then I eat dinner and I either have a 7 p.m. appointment or I do not. So here's the way it works. Uh, Let's say I'm calling today and uh, I call till noon. Maybe I've booked an appointment already. Maybe not. I've gotten some great leads probably. Then I – eat lunch. It's 1 o'clock. I don't have a 2.30 appointment, so I would call until 5. Taking coffee breaks now and then, you know, and bathroom and stuff like that. And then uh, and then I would either have a, a 7 p.m. appointment or I don't. If I don't, I'm going to call till 8 p.m. Okay? Can you do that, Michael? Yes. Okay. So if you do that every weekday, you're going to make enough money to not have to work weekends very quickly. So then uh, let's say I call till noon, uh, a different day. I call till noon and I do have a 2.30 listing appointment. So I will get in the car at the appropriate time, drive to that, do my listing appointment. Let's say I get the listing. Uh, now it's 5 p.m. The listing show, like this show, is exhausting. <laughs> Don't you find this exhausting, Ramon? Highlight of my week. I mean, week. you're worn out. Yeah. yeah. So then then you'd say, okay, I'm dead. I'm going to take the rest of the night off. And you probably have some stuff to do like enter it in the MLS and all that kind of stuff. Now, let's say uh, on another day you call from 9 till noon. You eat lunch. You don't have a 2.30 appointment. Uh, you call till 5. You do have a 7 p.m. appointment, so you will go on that. That You probably don't get out of that until 10 if you get the listing. And then uh, then you've got to enter it in the MLS that night and do all that kind of stuff. So, uh, And then perhaps there are days when you call till noon. You do have a 2.30 appointment. You get a listing. 
You have dinner at 5. You also have an evening appointment at 7. You get that. So that's a pretty long day. So that's a 9 a.m. till 10 p.m. full of work day. Um, but you probably made, in in your price range, you probably made uh, at least $20,000 that day, right? Give or take it. Yeah. So, uh, that's, so that's the way that should be. With that schedule, and let's say whether I have one or two appointments, where do I do my prep time for the listing? Well, the uh, your CMAs would be done whenever whenever you can. Yeah, you'll okay. you'll have to. That will leak into your prospecting time. I've, a CMA takes would take me about an hour to do it correctly. So basically between 9 to 12, do nothing but prospecting. And then if I do have to do prep work, do that after lunch. Or it's right. on Saturday. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. okay. you're probably booking your appointments a week out. When, when, you, when you're booking five appointments a week, you're booked out for a couple of weeks, you know. Okay. So on Saturday, you could do several CMAs. Uh, okay. Or in the evening. So is it- is it wise to book out the two thirty and seven on my calendars forever, and then just change it as I go? I, you don't have to do that when you know that all your that appointments will it. always be at two thirty or seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. I have done it that way, and then my calendar looked full when it was empty, and I was fooling myself Scary. into thinking I was working when I wasn't. So I don't think that's a good okay. idea. All right. All right. But the the main thing is that you don't uh, allow yourself to book appointments at different times. So fill up the 7 p.m. slots first. Nine to five okay. people have to meet with you at 7. When all, and the 7 p.m. slot is magical because at when you're one hour into your listing presentation, nobody says, oh, I got to pick up the kids from soccer at 8 p.m. That really doesn't happen. That does happen in the afternoon appointment. So try to load old people with no kids and no live, people like me, for example, uh, into that 2.30 slot. Only old people in the 2.30 slot, if you can do that. There's this thing that happens on a listing presentation. You're halfway through it. And usually in a listing presentation, you got two people, husband and wife. One of them is the decision maker, and the other one is going to go along with what the other one says, probably. That usually. Now, the person who leaves to pick up the kids is always the decision maker. So they don't have to make a decision. That's their little scam they pull. So you, you want to make sure both people are going to be – all the decision makers will be there. Um, and there's tricks that we teach you for that. Did that answer that question? Yep, very well. What other questions? By the way, do we have time for a shameless plug? Time for Bob Leffler's shameless plug. By the way, if any of the stuff we talk about here on the Big Fearless Agent podcast makes any sense to you whatsoever, and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, and you're open to the idea of having some help with that. Go to fearlessagent.com. Uh, watch our webinar. If you go up in the banner on the right-hand side, there's a webinar. It's a video. 
Uh, and then after that, uh, that might give you an idea of what we do might be a good fit for you. And then and then you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. Michael will tell you I'm very good about answering the phone, aren't I, Michael? Yes, sir. And then we'll just see if what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do here at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit for you. If you are an owner of a real estate company and you happen to be recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help with that, give me a call and uh, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com and watch that video and then give me a call and we will be happy to help you out in any way we can. By the way, what company do you work for? Is it GAFF? GAFF, G-A-F-F-S, Realty. And is there a person there with that last name? Um, It's a portion of her maiden name. Okay. Like Gaffenberger. Something like that, yeah. (laughs) Gaffenspiel. Now, uh, how many agents are in that company? um, I think she's got around 250. Oh, quite a few. All right. Very good. Um, Half of them are are strictly referral. Do they ever do events? Um, no, she just basically, she's the broker. They, she's just built a new office, beautiful office. And she does have a office manager who I've given your information to. If they need um, help with recruiting, have them give me a call either way. I did. I told him, talked to him about Thank you and told, gave me information, told him All to right, call you. I appreciate it. Uh, what, what's your next question? Well, I've been making the calls through Mojo. I've got the cold call um, voicemail set up that I use, and I use the, the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I need to do to master the phone at setting appointment? The real, the real secret to sales uh, is essentially this. You always want to only ask smart questions. And always get that question answered. And that is probably the hardest thing for agents to learn. Um, Like you say, uh, I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. Mm -hmm. And they say, as a matter of fact, we were just talking about it. And then, uh, then you say, do you believe in God? And they say, we do. And you say, who do you think sent me? No, don't say that. So, uh, (laughs) Yeah, we were just talking about it. And then the very first question you must always ask is, where are you moving to? Mm-hmm. Bad coaches teach you to say when, because it's all about me making a commission. How, how soon can I get paid? Where are you moving to makes it sound like you care about them. And they say, well, gee, Michael, how many houses have you sold in our neighborhood? And a fearless agent knows that the last question that you asked was, where are you moving to? So it's good to follow along with your finger. You say, well, we'll we'll get to that in a minute, but where are you moving to? And they go, oh, we're moving to Denver. Okay, well, when you move to Denver, are you going to rent or are you going to buy? Well, we're going we're gonna to buy. Okay, when you buy something in Denver, would it be a condo or would it be a house? Oh, it's going to be a house. Okay. And when you buy that house, do you think it will be bigger than the one you're in in uh, Daytona Beach or do you think it would be smaller? And they say, well, 
it might and it might actually be smaller. Okay, do you need it to be smaller, or would it be okay if it was a little bigger or the same? That'd nah, be okay. It, do you do you, it? Would it be more expensive or less expensive? Well, it'd probably be less expensive. Do you need it to be less expensive? Yes, we do. Actually, that would be important to us. Okay, so now you found the money problem, and you say, so if I have an amazing strategy, and I do, and not one other agent on planet Earth has it, and I already know you know that they do not have it. And it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would grossly overpay for your house in Daytona Beach, and they'd be very happy that they did. And you would end up netting, after all expenses are paid, tens of thousands of extra dollars that you could never get with any other agent or any other way. Would that help your cause financially? And they'd say, yes, it would. You say, okay. So when I get you way, way more money for your house, you're not going to be offended. Okay. So so by the time all that has happened, uh, it sounds like you care about them and they forgot that they asked you how many houses you sell in their neighborhood. That's the, that's the secret to message discipline. Okay. How many okay. houses do you sell in my neighborhood there is a correct fearless agent answer to that. Do you know what that is, Michael? I don't know. I've never been asked that question. If you, if you netting tens of thousands of extra dollars, you selling your house to the one buyer on planet Earth who wants to grossly overpay for it, if you getting your house sold for absolute top dollar is your area of interest – then I am the area specialist. Would you say that's definitely what you're looking for? That's the answer to that question, by the way. So whatever. I've never been asked that question. Well, it'll happen someday. So you got to be got to be ready for it. So, uh, but that's that really is the secret is message discipline. So whenever you're prospecting, I I always recommend have your prospecting dialogue printed out on actual paper, not on a computer screen. Because on a computer screen, you really can't follow along with your finger without smudging the screen, which I it's very annoying. But follow I along with your several, finger and just have your yeah, finger. I have several copies. Oh, good. And just have your finger resting to that very last question that you asked. And yeah. when they answer a question that maybe they wish you had asked or they ask you a question instead, then you can always know what was that question that I just asked them that, that they forgot to answer or got distracted or something popped into their head and they said something, you know, that isn't uh, on topic, so to speak. So it always... I have, several I have several copies and that's how I make my notes as I go down through them making notes on stuff. Good. I need them. Good. And then uh, what other questions do you have? Um, and I know you've gone over this in the podcast and everything, but what is what is the steps which which presentations in what order should I learn I would learn when you when when somebody signs up for fearless agent we ship you a listing mm-hmm. pricing for sale by owner buyer and investor and here's what I would recommend I would uh, and you you're you've been a fearless agent before in the past by the way did you fall prey to some other crappy coaching in the meantime or not no, I just Good. I've used your system. I just hadn't yeah. done it a hundred percent, kind of half wittedly. Okay. It works. Good, and, but you didn't get your brain infected with some Mike no, Ferry no, crap no, or something like that. No. Okay, good. 
So now the, I listen to your, as I drive, your podcasts are always on. <laughs> Good. That's the opposite of me, by the way. <laughs> I would be horrified <laughs> if I listened to this, but that's just me. So um, uh, I, here's what: if if somebody was brand new to Fearless Agent, I would I would have them listen to the audio recording of me demonstrating the listing presentation while they follow along with the visuals. And then you would – the only visual – you is there only one location of Gaff Realty, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's a uh, a page that you take out of the yes. of the listing presentation. You've already done that. Um, I, but the I, only, I actually it's the only – only thing I have left from the last package is that book that I use all the time. Okay, so the only the, the main thing is uh, that if somebody signs up for Fearless Agent and they get this all this stuff, then then you make no changes to any of the visuals without calling me first. Now, in the investor presentation, there are visuals you will change. But okay. in the listing presentation, the only visual you will ever change would be your company logo. And if you're in a like if you're a Remax agent where there's lots of locations of Remax and you're competing with other Remax agents, there's two logos you would change: your your mm-hmm. actual you know Remax logo and then the Remax you know masterpiece logo or whatever the name of the company is. And then, uh, but for you, you'd take out that second logo page and you it would just be Gaff Realty. So, mm-hmm. so what? So then I would watch the video of the pricing presentation just so you've seen it and then mm-hmm. i would watch the video of the investor presentation and the investor presentation video really teaches you how real estate works so there's a lot of myths out there about real estate investing that you hear in all these there's all kinds of scammy seminars and um just crazy, crazy opposite of the truth information about how to invest in real estate that just get repeated by realtors so everybody thinks it's true and the, actually the exact opposite happens to be true. So if you just watch that, you become a more knowledgeable real estate professional and then go back to the listing presentation. But I would, I would learn them in order, listing, pricing, FISBO, buyer, and investor in that order unless you had a client where you needed one of the other ones. But uh, the way to learn it is memorize word for word track number two, which is on the audio recording that you get, which is what we call the expired list intro. If you have that memorized word for word and then the close at the end, which is track number 12, it's good to have the opener and the close memorized word for word on every presentation. And then the stuff in the middle is less important to have. You don't need to memorize any of it, actually. Maybe some little things in it, little short things. But the main, the main thing about learning the presentation is everything in there is there for a reason. There is no fluff. And everything that I'm saying, I'm saying to make a bad thing not happen, dispel some dumb idea or myth – overcome an objection before it pops up out of their mouth so they won't end up defending it to the grave after they said something really stupid, Um, uh, causing a good thing to happen. So there's a reason for everything in there. 
So you don't have to use the same words I say, but you have to make the same point that I am making in your own words. Okay. So that's the key. Okay. So make, just make sure you understand the point. And if you don't, then you call me and okay. I'll explain it to you. Okay. Then you'll get it. So listing, pricing. FISBO, buyer, FISBO. and investor. And if you okay. can learn them in that order, that would – and once you learn the listing presentation, it teaches you how to learn the other ones. Okay. But if you think about it, how many agents – I know the answer to this. In Daytona Beach, Florida, you would be the only agent that has a listing presentation, pricing presentation, FISBO presentation, buyer presentation, and an investor presentation – and you would never be in any money-making, face-to-face situation where you don't have the exact right words to say, not for your benefit, although it does benefit you, but for the benefit of your customers. That's who they're designed for. I ask all the time who who has a listing presentation and where is it at. Most of it's either from the company or one of the online things, and they only mail them out. Yes, that's a disaster. Yeah. That mo- yeah, most agents don't have a listing presentation. They show up with comps. Right. And, and they're uh, all about marketing. Yeah. Yes. And, and by the way, there is no mention of marketing really uh, except in passing. Uh, so the other thing that's the secret to fearless agent is when you're on a listing presentation, you will, be n- you will never be saying things that they heard from another agent. And if any mm-hmm. other agent did say something, you will never be saying it. So you're a clear difference. You're the opposite of, and it's a refreshing difference, and they want the opposite of. So that's the secret. I'm going to plug you, Michael. Michael, you can uh, – if you uh, have a, a customer that's moving to Daytona Beach or from Daytona Beach to where you live and you'd like to refer – business to michael he'll do a fantastic job michael what famous movie star do you look most like me myself and i (laughs) he is a famous movie star okay because i'm looking at your picture and he 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 reminds me of somebody i can't quite do i have a beard or not no you don't thankfully that's about i said that to insult (laughs) smile when you say that years old picture Okay. So you can call Michael toll-free day or night at 407-951-2246. He will answer, and he will do a great job. And I want to thank – so thank you for being with us, Michael. And, thank uh, you. And once again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Remember, if you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help with that, like Michael, you can call me directly at 480-385-8810. Go to fearlessagent.com. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast on whatever platform you're on. And also subscribe to fearlessagent.tv. And subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. And until next week, do what we always do. Have fun. Be humble. Most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.